Yeah, I think it's the same one. It's it's no different. But when I watched it the first time, I think I didn't watch it with sound, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." But that song is so good. They did. I'm just like what that guy on our forum said, a nerd who thinks he knows everything about metal. Or is to metal. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Considering Tim Schaefer has a better pedigree than... David D. Huh? Who? David D is the guy on the, the forum who said that... Oh, well, uh, yes. The aesthetic totally screens of a bunch of dorks who saw an episode of Death Clock, even though I'm almost certain that the Brutal Legend trailer came out before Death Clock... It, it would have been close. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like I would... I'll put my trust in Tim Schafer before I'll put it in Brendan Small. As much as I liked home movies, Metalocalypse kind of sucks. Yeah. And I said it. And you know what else sucks? Pete and Pete. This is Fast Karate for the Gentlemen. Podcasting <laughs> nonstop all around the clock. Hi-yo. With... Send your hate mail to Dave. I don't want to read it. <laughs> I don't. I don't even care. Oh, the only email we get nowadays is, Hey guys, are you shutting down the podcast? Yes. No. Listen yes, to we... one more. If you really well, loved us, you would listen to the thing and not send us the email. Yeah. And realize. That's probably true. Okay. It's just another day in Fast Karate for the Gentleman where I look at the wave and it's never quiet. <laughs> Wait, maybe it is. Well, Joel, by the way. Turn the speaker down on your phone a little bit. Oh, why? Because you can hear the feedback? Yeah. Well, I can hear myself talking on you. <laughs> Something weird happened with the audio in the last one. Are you ones. sure that's not your phone echoing? Because my wave looks clean when I'm not talking. I don't know. All right. I'll turn it down anyway. I don't guarantee that I'll hear. All right. Well, here's hoping. For a better tomorrow, this is Fast Karate for the Gentleman. Uh... So don't you want to know why I was half an hour late to the podcast? Were you rating something? No, of course not. We we have seven people in our guild. We can't rate anything. <laughs> what what um, were you doing? We were playing Obscure 2 and fighting the last boss. Oh, Betray? No, not really. How was it? Uh, it was simultaneously awesome and awful. <laughs> well, it was co-op. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about it. the whole time I was playing it, I was like, I would never stand for this game single player. But multiplayer, not that bad. Well, anything. I mean, you have to make a pretty crappy game for the multiplayer to suck. Uh, what was that <laughs> What was that game that was terrible that was multiplayer? Oh, yeah, Brute Force. Most of them? All, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, but you're saying that that was awful even with the inclusion of co-op. Yes. I remember trying to play that with you and just being like, no. There are some <laughs> limits that even co-op cannot mend. There's an alligator man. How do you screw this up? Yeah, I know. See, the problem was they had an alligator man and a sniper rifle guy. They should have put those hands together. <laughs> because remember- the only thing, alligators are already pretty scary. Yeah, death. An alligator with a sniper rifle. He's overcome his one natural weakness. <laughs> he can only kill you in water. I feel like alligators are only really threatening if you're, you know, bending down to drink from a stream. I don't know, dude. They're like, uh, they're like fat guys. They can serve all their energy for one quick burst. <laughs> 
That's my packet of peanuts. Give it to me. <laughs> Whoa. I'll kill you. It's all right, alligator. There's plenty of peanuts right. for everyone. Go back to sleep at the bottom of the river. It's okay. But yeah, uh, Obscure 2. It simultaneously got worse and better than the first one. <laughs> How is that possible? The, the story is bad, but the dialogue is beyond bad. <laughs> it has entered the realm of the super bad. The but terrible. <laughs> what was what was so bad about the dialogue? I mean, the, oh the dialogue God. in the Joel, first game was pretty bad. Have Dave. you ever heard someone make a joke, perhaps about a small penis or a girl who is a slut? Maybe. Per have chance. you perhaps heard someone make four to five hundred jokes about that? Well, Dave, me and you hang out pretty frequently, so yeah. All, all right. So <laughs> if you were to say, take any stretch of time where I converse with you for 35 to 40 minutes, you would have the extent of obscure dialogue. Okay. That's that's depressing. But the gameplay is pretty good, even if it is lacking in some of the ways that... Like, remember how when we would play the first obscure, like, one guy would shoot the monsters and one guy would hit him with the flashlight yeah. to get the, because the aura off them, like the darkness aura? That no longer exists in the game, and that sucks. Because that was kind of cool and fun. But there's still a lot of things you can do. Like, you can get a stun gun, and I would, like, stun the monsters so they would fall over, and then Graziella would beat them with the bat with shards of metal sticking out of it. Interesting. Very very creative students at this college, which takes place 45, 50 feet away from the high school where the last monsters broke Are out of. Are you serious? Well, nobody seems to remember well, okay. this. They're like, hey, what's with all these weird monsters in the flowers? It's like, I don't know. You went to the high school where the weird monsters and the flowers were. Well, I mean, they are plants. Maybe they spread by root systems, kind of like bamboo. So, you know, unless the yeah. the next infection site would have to be close enough for the roots to reach. You're going to want to build a, a barrier wall that goes roughly six inches underground to defeat this menace. Yeah, that's all it takes. Some clay. <laughs> yeah. Give me an afternoon. We'll knock your evil plant monster problem out. I don't even remember out. how you beat the first level. I think I remember beating the first boss was using a whole lot of healing medicine and then praying that that shotgun blast would kill it. Yeah. The the last boss in this one, it was kind of frustrating, but kind of cool, too. Like, you had to knock him down and then both use these switches to lower these stadium lights, which eventually fell and crushed him. I was like, oh, stadium lights, they'll turn on and make him sad because the plants don't like light. They're the only plants in the world <laughs> that don't like darkness. lights. I guess. Uh, but no, they just crushed the bad guy. <laughs> uh, but it's cool because like you have to knock him down, and then like there's these intense moments where you have to use your character's respective powers. Like The lock-picking guy has to pick the lock on one of them, and the girl whose power is to consume the dark aura of the plants has to... <laughs> Consume the really? core of the plant. That's crazy. Yeah. It was kind of neat, but eh, I mean, I rented it. Let's say I'm happy I didn't buy it, even though it was like. It's obscure. I mean, bucks. the first one was definitely not good enough to buy. I think you also rented that one, didn't you? Uh, I may have borrowed it from a Jonathan uh, Hughes. It was scabla. a survival horror game, and he also has terrible taste, just generally. Yeah. That was a marriage made in heaven. <laughs> John. But there's also a couple interest, other interesting things about Obscure. One being, 
it has the highest mortality rate I've ever seen in a video game. And it is just unapologetic about it. Like, everybody dies. It's the Hamlet of you start out, survival horror video games. You start out with, like, six people, right? By the end of the game, you have maybe more. You have two people by the end of the game. And people are dying in ways that are, like, they're, like, people's heads are getting crushed. They're getting killed by chainsaws. One of the kids commits suicide. That's the beauty. I'd go out, man. If I saw somebody's head get yeah. crushed, I'd be like, screw that. It's time to hang myself or just dive well, out of Well, it window. was his girlfriend whose head got crushed. So I'd be like, oh, man, my hot Japanese girlfriend. <laughs> was he a nerd? Uh, he was a skater. Yeah, he couldn't hope for better than a Japanese girlfriend. And his girlfriend, girlfriend was a hacker. I like how in the little profiles, it makes it's quick to point out that the girls love video games. Really? It's like, she loves video games. And the other one's like, can't be torn away from her video games. And then, like, whenever you're playing like, one of the other people who isn't a gamer is like, are you going to get obsessed with this? Like, one of your video games? <laughs> so basically. <laughs> it's like, dude, didn't your girlfriend just get murdered? <laughs> video games. I have to laugh to keep from crying. I'm dead on the inside. <laughs> There's also... When the guy's girlfriend gets murdered, he gets, like, slapped by the monster against the wall and gets a piece of rebar through his gut, which is like, all right, I, he's all right. He's just, his liver has been irreparably well, damaged. Like rebar doesn't come out uh, clean. It's ribbed for your disembowelment. Yeah. But what's more, this is the character whose special power is agility. Yeah. And this happens halfway through the game, and for the rest of the game, he is still climbing around like there are Prince of Persia type, like climbing and jumping and swinging. Dude, I can't do a cartwheel on. because well, I'm, he's got this I can't do a cartwheel hole. right now. I can't imagine I'd be able to do one if you punctured my abdomen completely through. He doesn't really seem that bothered by it. Maybe he's just tough. I don't know. That's the toughest skater punk there is then. <laughs> Why would the skater guy have the special power of agility? I don't know. All those uh, ollies he was running, it taught him how to climb and swing, just like the Prince of Persia from the game of the same name. And, but the final thing that was crazy about this game, it is it has the biggest fake out of any game ever. You kill what you think is the last boss, and you're like, whoa, that was an anticlimactic ending, and the credits roll. And after the credits are finished, there is another hour of gameplay. An hour? Yes. That's worse than freaking uh, Eternal Sonata, where the game ends, but then you have to sit there and watch it for a half an hour while the characters from the game preach at you about how you're supposed to live your life. Shut up, Chopin. Wait, how are, th how are the characters from Eternal Sonata preaching that you have to live your life when they are... In a dream? The figments, I don't know. Yeah, they're the figments of Cho Chopin's imagination as he dies. Well, apparently, they maybe they weren't. I mean, <laughs> it's like it, the whole thing falls apart at the end. I think I said as much on the forum, but yeah. The, but after the game finished, like, Kathy was in the room, and she got up and left. She wasn't even watching. <laughs> she, she couldn't even read a book while the credit sequence was rolling because it was too obnoxious. And it just kept going. But anyway, so there was an hour of gameplay of, after Obscure was yeah. over. <laughs> I, unsurprisingly, the shady-looking professor guy was in on it the whole time. Oh, my gosh. 
I called that for the first second. I was like, yeah, this guy seems pretty calm for being in a fraternity where everybody's being murdered by plant monsters. Suspicious. Yeah, a little bit. But did he you know. did he turn out to be the monster that you crushed to death with the lights? Uh no, that was actually the guy from the first game who so, so there's some characters that come back from the first game and I guess they got infected by the spores. I don't really remember that happening, but it's been a while. Um and they have to take a medicine so they don't turn into an enormous three legged monster that smashes things. And he didn't take the like, medicine? Yeah, I think he got tired of taking the medicine. I'm gonna skip Maybe my meds like, today. It's like, dude, you know, you gotta take those antibiotics. You gotta take the full dose. Yeah, they give go. you 14 days for a reason. Otherwise, the evil plant monster spores come back stronger than ever. <laughs> he's like, he's transforming into a giant three-legged plant over the Atlantic Ocean. It's like flying to another <laughs> country to spread it. Gets to customs. Do you have any diseases? Yeah. No, not that I know. I don't. I was I was only here for a day and a half. <laughs> this twig fell off think. of your body. You're also <laughs> emanating darkness. Uh, it's also great when you when you beat the last boss. The uh, the two remaining characters are like, "It's finally over," and they're like, "Hooray! We're so happy!" While their friend's body is like decaying next to them. It's <laughs> like, "Oh, what happened to Corey? Suicide? That's cool, man. I have algebra in the morning. I should probably go to sleep." <laughs> And everybody was happy. And then uh, like the happy music plays, and we're like, yay! But, I don't know, we spent two days on it. I rented it, so it was practically free. No complaints. A good co-op game. It cures what ails you. Word. And that's a good way to spend ten or so minutes talking about stuff. We actually, that's almost we 15, thought we would have, What are you talking about? We were. We thought we would have nothing to talk about. But in fact, we have so much to talk about. What else do we have to too much to talk about? What do we have about. to talk about? Uh, well, obscure. <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs> Good night. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else is really happening I, in the video game world. I played through Dragon Sword. Really? It was. I I beat it in less than a day. And when I say that, I mean the sun revolved less, or the Earth revolved less than once. And the game was already over. Uh, are you sure you don't mean uh, rotated there, Dave? I don't care. <laughs> I don't think those words have significant enough meanings that are different from each Spank other. Spank Minister is sure to correct us. That's fine. Um, that, so really, Dragon Sword, less than a day? How long was it? Four hours. What? It was also kind of easy. Like, kind of really easy. Well, f- but I don't know how they could have really made it hard without making it incredibly frustrating. Well, if it was only four hours long, you think they would have just gone for frustrating as a game extension technique? Maybe. The only thing that was really maddening was that the last boss, when you deplete his life bar, he, like, falls on the ground, and you have to run up to him to deliver the final blow. But as you run up, he's got a move that kills you in one hit Ooh, that you have to dodge. So, yeah, that took me three or four tries. The first time it happened, I was like, what? What? That is rough. Yeah, not cool, Tomunagu Itagaki. He's like, so sorry. Didn't spend enough time on game mechanics. Trying to figure out how to (laughs) render boobs on the DS. Well, they were too busy making anime cutscenes with extreme cleavage. Really? That's how they solved that dilemma? I swear. I I think he's graduated from cleavage into butts now. I don't think so. 
because have you seen the new uh i mean ninja gaiden 2 trailer with the cia chick in it i have not went out of my way to watch it is it the girl from like the nintendo ninja gaidens irene it maybe i don't know she, i didn't really catch her name she was a no-nonsense you know I mean. lady i don't remember her having enormous breasts but maybe the nintendo hardware wasn't just wasn't up to <laughs> creating them well, all of the cutscenes in the Nintendo were about 14 times as respectable as the ones in the Ninja Gaidens of today. Well, that's because all the cutscenes in, in the Nintendo were of people's faces. They occasionally did a full body or a pistol. Yeah. Or a door <laughs> or the demon statue. Demon statue featured prominently in several. Yeah, that, that came up once or twice. Damn you, Jaquito. Jaquito. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, named supervillain ever. It's like the world Once will pay for my shameful name of possibly Latin descent. <sighs> Once I have this statue, I will transform into Jaquette. <laughs> then the world will know true terror. I'll have like, four I know, I know gargoyle true dogs I that are those... impossible to beat. Yeah, that's I, I fought those two stupid dogs. <laughs> That you have to like kill at the same time, or all, or they get their life back, or something. I hate you, damn it, Team Ninja. <laughs> Even 15 years ago, you were making games that were too hard. But yeah, okay, so you beat Dragon Sword. It wasn't hard. Everything yeah. you've heard is true, pretty much. It was, it was fun. It was a, a different way of playing on the DS. Basically, the whole game is just like swiping the stylus against the screen as fast as you can. Did and. Stuff breaks in appearance. The Azuna drop is there. The Flying Swallow. And it's hard to argue with a game that contains those. So <laughs> I won't hate on it too much. I don't know, man. I mean, Four hours much, is pretty weak. I'm glad I rented it. That's all I got to say. Could you play I'm it on the subway? I feel like I would be uncomfortable randomly I, scribbling. I did play it on the subway while standing up. Interesting. A brave man. Because I, I take both the Q hands. train to work, and it's like the, there's like... That's the express train. You, you can take the Q or the R from where I am, and they'll take you to the same place, but the R takes 25 minutes and the Q takes 10. Wow. But on the R, you get to sit down. Oh, because but everybody catches it. the Q? Yeah. I would catch the R but, every day. It's so much faster to take the Q. It's not even about the time to me. It's about how many stops the train makes. Like, the I Q, am such a huge fan two of sitting stops. down the on R, public like transportation. 50. Sitting down is like my best friend if i can't sit down on a train i just want to punch a baby i am a man who enjoys a good sit i just for some reason it seems like such an affront that on my way home after working for eight hours i would be forced to stand i feel like there's some kind of it does seem vast conspiracy it's kind of unreasonable well it's it's not even there's come on it's It's been a long day it's not even that it's unreasonable it's just like i totally sat down yesterday and i sat down the day before that somebody here is new and it's not me. Yeah. All right, I had All right, dibs. newbies, stand up. <laughs> you start looking around for pe- faces you don't recognize. Just be like, excuse <laughs> me, you're in my seat. <laughs> don't you know new guys have to ride on the back of the train? You better hold on. It's like, what, do you think that $2 bought you a seat? <laughs> not in this army. Yeah, $2, that doesn't buy you a seat on the train anymore. Wah, wah. At least not the trains I ride on. This isn't the sub, it's the regional rail. At least the regional rail's got way more seats. That's true. It does. Which is all the more upsetting when you can't sit down. But those the SEPTA trains, the seats are too close together. 
Like, yeah, even if you have four man, seats, you really have two seats. Nobody is sitting like right next of, to each other. Of my height, like I just I can't fit in those things properly. I can understand the, that. It's it's a little more. It's better than the New Jersey Transit trains because those ones don't have like the hard back. So if you're squirming around and trying to get comfortable, uh, you are poking the person in the back with your knee. Oh no! I think I almost got to do an altercation once because of that. Like. As this guy's standing up to get off at his stop, he's like, you know, I'm not trying to start any shit, man, but you were putting your knee in my back the whole time. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You should have told me. He's like, uh, and he's just like, you know, the guy who did it to me wasn't so nice. Thank you for being nice then. <laughs> but you could have just told me. <laughs> All you have to do is ask, sir. I'm not a jerk. You didn't have to suffer in silence for an hour and a half. I'm glad you feel martyred by this, though. That's good. Well, if that's the hardest thing you had to suffer in your life, a pretty good life. <laughs> there have been worse. Unless that was, like, your one greatest fear. Being stabbed in the back by somebody's knee? Yeah. He's, like, drenched again, in sweat when he gets that's your greatest fear, off. that's not that bad. <laughs> My greatest fear is evil termites. Really? Evil termites? Arguably, all termites are evil. My greatest fear is, uh, I think, tapeworms. Yeah. That's just gross. I hear you get them out by putting a stake near your butt. A st- what? That may be an urban legend. <laughs> I would hope that it is. Because there's, I mean, I'm not going to let that stake go to waste thin. even after it's been near my butt. That's And true. I'm probably just going to get the tapeworm again then. <laughs> what a vicious cycle. No, Jill, just leave it. My greatest it's no fear good. and my greatest weakness. Oh, but it is. He saw me coming. He knew. He knew that's why. Tapeworm was smarter than me body is segmented it knows i love steak <laughs> it's like he was evolved to defeat me <laughs> i have no segments in my body <laughs> you can't Joel, cut off I my cut foot and have off, it regenerate I'm a whole willing Joel. to wager yeah that's i don't think that would happen i don't think anybody would want it to happen i would imagine an army yeah. of one-footed joels i was just thinking maybe you could get you could finally have someone to play video games yeah with. that would be nice it's like yay now i have a constant soul caliber you could let him starve to death in a closet Oops. Make another one when yeah, I get bored. Yeah, you lock Tiny Joel in the closet. All right, Tiny Joel, it's time to get out. I hope you've been brushing up on your talkie skills. <laughs> because you were garbage. Oh, no, Senor White. <laughs> what? Papa. Papa, no. <laughs> You're saying that the my foot clone would be Mexican? <laughs> and I would Maybe. name him. He's so small. He's like a tiny Mexican Jolito. Joel. <laughs> Who loves Soul Calibur. But he always plays the cheap character. Talim. Stop playing Raphael, yeah. Tiny Talim Joel. Talim and Raphael are off Joel limits. Kito. Nobody likes them. No ring outs either. That stuff is garbage. God, stop using that poke. So annoying. Oh, man. Is anything else happening or we just can keep rambling like this? It has to keep rambling because there's no time to say anything good. <laughs> well, I don't know. What it, is there anything good to even talk about? I don't know. I had a lot of work to do today, so I came back to my dad's to find, like, 72 news stories on the google reader and i was like hooray and then like three of them were worth reading what were they from was that just one up in kotaku i feel like it's been a st- uh yeah you know kotaku joystick uh newsweek i MTV, find that if i if i if i like wired. visit um game trailers before i go to kotaku or if i visit uh you know video game cinema or whatever that other competing uh game video website is game videos yeah that's game trailers the one and game video <laughs> uh i don't need to visit kotaku like for at least three hours i don't know i read an interesting story today about an olympic shot putter who 
is apparently a gamer. I was like, yeah, right. He's a gamer. And then he started talking about Metal Gear Solid. And I was like, oh, I guess he is. Metal Gear Solid's a pretty accessible game, though. There's a lot of people who played that. I don't know if it's accessible. It's very popular. But I don't feel like it's that strong an example of like, oh, anybody can break into this market. It's hardly rock band. Well, that's true. But, I mean, it was he talking about the one on the PS2? Or was he talking about... Was he talking about Metal Gear Solid or, you know, Sons of Liberty? I guess all of them. It was it was a catch-all Metal Gear discussion. Oh, uh, okay. If you played I some of the later you, ones, I, that's more of a sort of line in the sand. Yeah. Uh, um, there's this... Do you, remember, you know that whole thing about the Battlefield uh, Heroes thing where they're selling the guns? Or they're no longer selling the guns now. You can, like, sign up for a newsletter to get them or something. Oh, so the you mean the you know the downloadable content that was going to give you an advantage in the game? Yeah, not sorry, not Battlefield Heroes, the other one. Yeah, Battlefield uh, Bad Company. Yeah. Well, the the one blog I read, Sexy Video Game Land. This is there's too many threads to this story. So first off, some blog that I don't read was like, "We have to boycott this game so they learn. This is an affront. We have to boycott it." And then. This other blog was like, guys, don't you think this is, like, just a little silly? And I was like, yeah, you tell them. Yeah, this is a little ridiculous or maybe a bit of an overreaction. Like, that's overusing the word boycott, I feel like. If you don't like it, not buying it does not necessarily con- constitute a boycott. Well, yeah, because this is a – the. this is a much more sort of uh, consumer or uh, consumable – item it's it's not necessary it's a voluntary thing it's not like the alab or the the bus boycott you know because everybody was riding the bus and then all of a sudden they didn't yeah it's a little different it's also about you know buying things in games as opposed to your civil liberties yeah i don't think they're violating your civil liberties because you can always just not buy the game i mean i guess the literal definition of a boycott is a bunch of people not buying a product or using a service it just seems overreaction. And the, well, I feel the like the video game playing community is one prone to overreaction. <laughs> yeah. To put it lightly, I, I don't know. I just don't see the big deal. Like, I don't even see how I can bring myself to care. It's EA. That's what they do. It's like, make ridiculous downloadable content that's not worth it and costs money. Like, yeah. aren't we I used mean, to it by now? Well, when I heard about it, I was kind of disappointed just because, I don't know, it's a, it seemed like a really bad idea, and I thought no one would really make the leap except for all those free RPG adventure games from Southeast Asia. Yeah. But you're, you're, well, you're speaking more of like the, the free-to-pay or free-to-play. Well, yeah, like you can play the-, the game, but if you want, you can buy advantages in it, or if you really want to, you know, that... It it becomes it it befits you to uh, or it behooves you to give them your money to excel in the game. Yeah, but I, that's the it's the reason it's the model in in Southeast Asia is because of rampant piracy. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I'm just saying which, like which is an issue here, but not as much as China. Yeah, <laughs> a few things could be. We, we think they have two copies of Windows account. XP. But there was one thing I was here's. Uh, I'll give you a a deep thought of mine when I'm alone sometimes and I'm just thinking about stuff. Why doesn't Japan have sort of a rock band equivalent? Like they, obviously Japan is kind of where the rhythm games came from. Uh, 
But where is like the communal experience? I don't know how to put it succinctly. Like I understand that the the drum game and the guitar game in Japan can like sync up. But where is like the in your home rock band buying popular songs experience? Do they have it? I don't they know. Should. They must. If rock and, band is out here, it must be out there. And pursuant to that are all my favorite songs on it. And pursuant to that, can I buy it? <laughs> Wait, are all your favorite songs all your favorite Japanese songs? Yes. So is there like because an I anime feel like, version of rock band in Japan? Well, that's that's what I'm missing from my rock band experience. You know, with the downloadable content pack today, we got a little Blondie, got a little more of the police, message in a bottle, nothing to complain about there. Um, but where's Mad Machine? <laughs> uh, in a far fantasy future. Or, you know, paradise. That is my fantasy. Yeah. That is my sexual fantasy. <laughs> just hook it up to my vein <laughs> yeah that would be pretty cool i mean i've always wondered how hard it would be or how far we are away from a technology where you could just sort of stream a song into uh, uh a computer program that would then be able to break it down into its constituent parts and reproduce a game like rock band or produce a karaoke track well, from those two parts it exists in limited capacity there's um First off, there was something you could do with Guitar Hero 2 where you could rip songs because um, Jarrett did it. But from what I remember, it would only rip the song like on Expert, and it was really, really hard, and that was only with Guitar Hero. So it's probably something like, you know, in Guitar Hero, as the frets correspond sort of to, the, to how deep the note is or how low or how high. So I guess just anything within a certain range is... You considered one fret and then another the next fret up is at the next range of well how, an oct- pitch. how many octaves can a um a guitar reproduce is it just four i mean i guess it can do it, uh, it depends on the song i guess because depending on the song the the frets make different sounds obviously but also there's you know that program audio surf yeah so that takes a song and creates a game out of it but that's a little different than replicating the song exactly you know what i mean there's like that's sort of like those awful visualizers for winamp yeah that is, but it's now interactive which i guess makes it more fun but those winamp visualizers were really really bad they're still around uh, thank god i'd never install that whenever i'm installing winamp <laughs> i'm like no no save me the 600k dave you don't like the visualizations <laughs> no yeah that's definitely what i need it's like whoa man it's like lines, but like the lines are doing different stuff. I remember uh, Scavs had this art project back in college where his teacher told him to make a visualization to go with the song. So he made something that looked like it was moving with the music, like a visual, like one of those visualizers. And that is apparently not what the teacher wanted. They just wanted something that like expanded and contracted with the bass beat or something. And I think he ended up getting a pretty bad grade because of that. But I don't know. The, the whole point was, I want to play Mad Machine in Rock Band, and I can't. And that is very sad. Indeed. And Rock Band drums on hard are too hard. As you go up in the difficulties, the notes come at you faster, and it is scary, and there is too much double bass. <laughs> but yet, 
I hate how in these games, like, you reach a proficiency with one tier of difficulty before you're ready to move on to the next tier of difficulty. Like, and I feel like Rock Band is probably one of the better, it has one of the better learning curves of a rhythm game, but it's just like, I'm I'm pretty well established with the medium level drums now, and I can't touch almost any songs on hard. I felt that way about Surrender when I had to play it on a... On easy? On an orange. When it included were, the orange frets, it was all over. You're like, I mastered this. But you can play through the whole thing on the difficulty without missing a note. But you can barely survive on the next difficulty up. Well, I think it's, it's just... I, it's it's actually... It's sort of like playing a whole new song. I, that's sort of where the, the difference between learning something on guitar and learning something on Guitar Hero changed because... The difficulty of a song on the guitar is always the same. So once you learn how to play well, yeah. that song, you know how to play that Unless song. Unless you're playing it on expert. Yeah. You're adding strings to the guitar. <laughs> yeah. It's like, now I'm playing a sitar. <laughs> I'm just going to start with three strings. Now it's a harp. All right, Joel. Let's shut this down. Yeah, this is going nowhere fast. I'm, I'm sad. and. Phoenix Wright is taking over your life. Yeah. It used to be about the music. <laughs>